0: Hey guys, welcome to our third bonus episode of this season. I am so excited for you to listen to this one because I think that it not only is really relevant to some of the conversations we've been having with Rachel this season, but I think it is just so, so important for any entrepreneur at almost any stage of their business, really. This live stream, I particularly got quite a bit of personal outreach from people just saying like, oh, dang, like I kind of really needed to hear this. I felt like you called me out. Like this is what has been keeping me stuck. And so what it's really about is this idea that We certainly do want to encourage ourselves to dream really big and focus on this like big, beautiful goal that we're trying to create for our lives and businesses. But also sometimes that takes us out of the day-to-day. It takes us out of getting really excited about that next client. And it actually stops us from taking some of those micro steps that will make the biggest difference. So in this episode, I kind of go through all of that. I give you some tips on how to stop kind of bypassing what's happening right now for that big vision. And we talk about why that is so often the thing keeping a lot of people stuck. And again, this isn't to say don't have a big vision, but it is to say that there is often more to it than that. And sometimes we can use that big vision to keep us stuck. So really hope this helps you and serves you. And as always, thank you so much for being here and for listening. Hi, guys. Happy Monday. I hope you guys had... A uh, beautiful weekend. This is going to be a good topic because I feel like I say this a lot, but I always like to share it because I think it's important to just see that like what's personal is universal kind of thing. I love that quote, which is that this has been coming up so many ways in so many places, with so many clients and so many different conversations So I always pick um, my live stream topics about a month in advance. And this one has been Just so present the last, uh, like week or so. And so I'm like really excited to talk about it because whenever that happens, it always tells me like, yeah, this is the conversation that needs to happen. We're on the right track. And so I just love that how that happens where, you know, you can pick it way in advance, but then it's like showing up everywhere. So the thing that I really want you to take away from this is like, I've had this conversation so much lately. So if you're feeling this, this isn't like, You're doing something wrong, or you're fucking it up, or whatever. It's like it's normal to do this. It's normal to feel this way, the way that I'm gonna talk about. It doesn't mean you're getting it wrong. It just means you have a new opportunity. So I want that to be how we take this live stream. Is like this is a new opportunity to look at things in a different way. Hey Amanda, I know it's like always a miracle now. (laughs) But when it worked, when tech worked, when I'm live, when I know I'm live, it's like a miracle. So that's what we're gonna talk about. Is you know. From the perspective of like, this just happens to a lot of us in a lot of ways, but it really can keep us stuck. And so really talking about how we can stop that um, and stop the kind of like bypassing with the big vision. So like bypassing, um, meaning like we're ignoring everything except for that big vision. And I know that sometimes like we can like be taught that that's the way to do it or that's the right way to think about it. And I'm going to really explain why it doesn't mean don't have a big vision, but sometimes having such a big vision is actually the thing keeping you stuck. So we will talk about that. Hey, Michelle, thank you for being here. Hi, hey, Jen. Belinda says, that's when you know, ain't that the truth? Okay, so let's talk about it. So what can happen is that we can put so much focus on the big vision that everything not that seems not good enough. Okay, so... What can happen is we're like, my big vision is whatever, a full practice with 15 clients and a group program and making, you know, 150K a year, whatever that that is for you. Let's just use that one as an example. So what can happen is that sometimes we make everything that's not that wrong. So even when we get a client, then we're almost like, yeah, but what I really want is 15, right? Right. Or, you know, we get a sales call booked and we're like, right, but like that's still so far away, right? And we can focus so much on that big vision that it makes every little thing feel further away and not closer. And we can really ignore like the benchmarks that get us there, right? So a question I ask my clients a lot or, you know, new people that uh, come to me if they're like, you know, I want a full practice and I want it to look like this and I want it to look like that. And like, they have this like super clear, big vision. I'll ask them like, okay, so like, do you want to get, try to get three clients this month? And it's so funny how so many of us will squirm at that. Right. It's like, yeah, I want 15, I want 15 clients. And I'm like, cool, cool. So like, do you think we could get three in the next couple months or three this month or whatever? And they are like, oh, I really want 15 clients and 150K, like, it's so funny what our brains will do there where it's like the discomfort in just having a little bit of it is so great almost, right? You would be so surprised at how much resistance can build up there, especially if, you're a perfectionist, if you have some of that, like not enoughness stuff going on, right? Um, if you're a perfectionist, we tend to kind of do that black and white thinking, that all or nothing thinking. And so it's like, we have this perfect vision. And anything that's not that just stresses us out, right? Or if you have like enoughness, worthiness stuff, it can feel like, but I'll never be enough until I get that big thing. So we resist all the things in between here and there because it keeps them feeling not enough, right? So it's almost like we feel like we're failing if we just get the three clients or something instead of seeing that as like the path, right? Like the only path to 15 clients is three. Do you see what I mean there? And so when we're in that situation where we're, Only looking at the big vision, we're writing to that every day, we're focused on that every day. It's so interesting how that can almost keep us stuck from getting it. So when I have clients that come to me and say that, I'm always like, well, what if we just like have you do your like journaling and mindset work and whatever to just getting two clients? And it's so interesting how much will come up there. Does anybody resonate with that or have they done that? If you have, tell me if you have questions on this, let me know. Right. Mm But it's like, even when I say to them, like, let's just journal on two clients. or Let's just journal on three clients. Instead of like the big vision, there's like immediate resistance. <laughs> They're like, yeah, but like, I'm not, I'm not giving up that big vision. Right. And I'm like, totally, you don't have to give it up. But do you see how getting three clients this month gets you there? And then that's when the real work comes up. It's like, what feels scary about just getting the three? What feels scary about it being imperfect? What feels scary about it maybe being messy? And that's when we get to do all of that good work, right? <laughs> Belinda said, Oh, I can so testify to this. I feel naked right now. Totally. Yes, <laughs> Belinda, exactly. Jen said, I'm with you. And I think that's because we're almost taught in some of like the manifestation work. Like it's only about the big vision. And if you picture anything other than that, you'll never get it. And it's like, that's not true at all. That's not how this works. It's like everything is a process, right? Um, I was talking to another one of my clients about this because she um, she's a health coach, right? And we were talking about how sometimes like clients just want to lose like 100 pounds and they want to chase every shiny object to get it, but they're so unhappy with the idea of losing two pounds a week. But the way you lose 100 pounds is to lose first two, then the next two, then the next. And so they can stay stuck in this cycle for months, years of like searching for every magic bullet to lose 100 pounds instead of being like, what if like I lost two this week and that was awesome, right? What if I lost two the next week and that was awesome? And so it really gets in your head where it's like anything not 100 pounds isn't good enough instead of like the way to get there is the first two and the next two and the next two. And that's exactly how business is. And if you're constantly focused on that big vision, you're going to be in such a difficult position where you're always bypassing these middle steps and not just bypassing them, but literally in resistance to them. Like the idea of just losing two pounds is like cringe worthy for some people. And it's like, (laughs) right. But that like, you can't get there from here. Right. (laughs) Tristan said, can neither confirm or deny. Totally. Amanda said, I'm doing happy magic in nature with 20 clients is my goal, but I see that it's just one client away. Yeah. I think you're saying like, you see that it's just like one client after the next, right? So basically, we really have to be able to make the process enjoyable and create a lot of feel good associations with the results that show up along the way. So I want to tell you about one of my clients who um, we've been doing this work with. So basically, um, when she came to me, she was very much like, Had this like very particular big vision that she'd been writing to for a really long time and was like super frustrated that hadn't come to life yet. And so what I kind of asked her was like, okay, how do you get really excited about getting two clients? And there was so much resistance to this. And so we did a ton of fear work around that. We looked at like all of the beliefs that made it feel scary to do that. We really got her locked in on this idea of like, I'm just gonna focus on two clients. And there there was you know, a lot of challenge for her in that because she really felt like, well, I don't want just like two clients. I want this thing. Um, but what she realized through a lot of like really deep mindset work that we did is that she was really scared that like, if she was here, it meant like she was enough and she was a good enough coach and she was getting people results and whatever. But the idea of just having two clients and having to like really dive in with them and test it and tweak it and get those first couple people results was very, very, very overwhelming. It felt messy. It felt heavy. It felt hard. And it felt like she wouldn't feel like she could trust herself until she was here. Right? And so anything not here felt like bad and heavy and icky. And like, I can't have that trust. And so we did a ton of work on her building up her own self-trust in different ways. And through doing so, it has been insane what has happened to her like insane. Um, she has gotten one-on-one clients. She's launched a program and is having like the most useful, like simple, like I can't even I'm, flowy launch she's ever had. Like, it's crazy. Um, she started dating again where she was like never wanting to date. Like she wanted this like big vision of the perfect partner, but like never wanted to date to get there. Right. And so doing that self-trust work has helped her stop just making the big vision. Okay. And being like, I can trust myself at two clients. I can trust myself in this launch. I can trust myself in dating and like really seeing all of that come to life. Right. And so it's like those really core beliefs, like, but I won't be enough until I get this vision, but I can't trust myself until I'm here that keep us stuck for a really long time because we're scared of everything in between. Like I'm scared that if I have three clients, well, turns out I won't be enough. Or if I just have three clients I won't be able to trust myself to show up for them how I need to like that is so important you guys and that's why we do the bypassing sometimes is because we're like well here is where I must have it all figured out and I gotta tell you the truth that like the only way to get here is to figure it out here right um yeah. Michelle said, love the idea of this step-by-step build. I talk to my clients about this all the time, about their infertility journeys, creating the small wins for the bigger picture. Totally. I love that, Michelle. So applicable there, right? So another thing is like, this is not comparable at all, but I think it's helpful to see it in another perspective. You guys know that I'm always kind of like trying to use other relevant examples inside and outside of business to make a point to drive it home. And again, like this is not comparable at all um, and is way, way, way more important than what we're talking about here. But I think it's just helpful to see it from another perspective. But Black Lives Matter and anti-racism work has also been reminding me a lot of this lately where some people in our industry, and I'm making a broad generalization, like I know it is not, not many of you, but some people in our industry only want to focus on this like deeply spiritual vision that's like love and light and there's like only equality and everything is perfect, right? And they don't want to have to wade through like the challenging and messy middle of like doing the tough inner work of dismantling racism in yourself, admitting it's even there, calling family and friends like out, calling them in, you know, having difficult conversations, all of that stuff. It's like, Right. No one is disagreeing with the fact that we want this big, beautiful vision, but we can't get there until we do this tough work. And pull black lives matter, right? We can't see them as opposing. Like it's not like this or this. It's like this to get to this, right? So if you're only focused on that big vision, you're probably never going to get there because you're not willing to walk the path to it. So it's interesting to see it in that other context where. That bypassing just in favor of the big vision actually keeps us from getting there. But it doesn't mean the big vision isn't beautiful and awesome, right? It just means that we have to get invested in the steps along the way. So hopefully that's another perspective to look at it through. But that's how it is in business, right? You have to have three clients before you can have 15 or you have to make 3K before you can make 30K. They're not opposing, right? One gets you the other. We have to stop seeing it as like this or that, right? So inherently, if you're saying like, I don't just want three clients, I want that big vision, you're kind of also saying I don't want 30K clients, right? That's like the messaging there, right? Like I don't want the three clients. Well, how are you going to get 15 then, right? So a really big opportunity here, is to talk about how we can manage that how we can get through that. So one thing I would say is like get really real with yourself and look at those fears because I promise you if you think like those fears wouldn't come up if like whatever let's let's use a really specific example of like that client I mentioned with self trust. If all of a sudden something crazy happened in her business and she made 150k next week or something the exact fears that were keeping her from wanting to just get the three clients would have showed up times a thousand if all that came together and she made that much money and had that many clients. So what the process does, what the journey does is prepare you for the results. So another client I can think of, she talks all the time about how she had like huge, huge, huge results, like really quickly but there was like a long buildup to it. And she talked all the time about how that long buildup and doing all of that mindset work is the only thing that made her able to accept and be prepared for and actually hold space for that big vision when it showed up. So it's like she was doing all that work along the way so that when the vision starts to manifest, she can actually hold it and not completely self-sabotage. So This is a reason that sometimes if you get the big result, you'll sabotage the shit out of yourself, right? Because you didn't kind of like do the work to wade through the fears and get prepared for it, right? So figuring out like if you're really resonating with this and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm someone who really does only want like the big vision and like all the steps like really make me anxious or not feel great, amazing. Like this is a huge opportunity for you. It's time to look at like, What are the fears about every step along the way? What are the ways that I'm keeping myself stuck? What are the old patterns and habits that are keeping me thinking that this is so much better than this, right? It might be the enoughness stuff we were talking about. It might be self-trust, but working on that like worthiness piece, that perfection piece is so important because accomplishing any big goal is generally messy, right? Like it's just true. (laughs) Right. Real talk. Having big success and big results in business is generally kind of messy. It looks like a nonlinear path. Right. It goes up, it goes down. And like being comfortable with that is so important. If you're like, I only want the vision and I only want it to look this way. You're almost never going to be able to get there because you're not available. Right. For the messy middle of walking. There. OK, so doing the mindset work and doing the like actual deep mindset work. Like I'm not just talking about like saying some affirmations. I'm talking about like looking at where your wounds are and what your core things are and really figuring out how those are impacting you wanting to bypass the middle path and really diving into those with a great coach and a great mentor or, you know, great therapist or whatever feels good to you is so crucial Because if you don't want to let it be messy, you really aren't letting yourself get to the result, right? And so it's like that that example I was giving with my client who really had to get past the idea that like here at this big vision, it wouldn't be messy, right? Not true, not true. I promise you the clients I have that have grown really fast and that have huge results and seven figure business and all that, it's still fucking messy. Like there's still things that come up and things that they have to deal with and triggers and, you know, challenges and all of that kind of stuff. So if you're thinking it's going to feel better here and it's going to make it so that you don't have to wade through all that difficult stuff, you're totally, totally missing the point. And again, this isn't like a shame or blame thing. We all do this in different ways. It's just important to look at because the more you can kind of like take that facade away that like everyone that has the big vision I want is just, smooth sailing and feels enough and feels perfect and feels worthy. And all of that is like, no, it's not true. It's just not true. So the more you get comfortable with that now, the more your path accelerates, right? Michelle says healing is so important on any journey. Absolutely. So important. And I feel like I have so many clients that would attest to the fact that doing that is actually what accelerated the results times 100 Michelle I'm sure you see that in your work too in different ways but it's like when we can stop making this feel like it's what will solve all of our problems and when we start actually solving them along the way it's so crazy how much the path unfolds right and I think that um you know that's just like a really important piece of advice. Being that we have to stop putting this big vision on a pedestal and we have to start looking at what would be all of the amazing markers that would get me there and feeling really good about that and feeling really good where we're at. Because if we don't feel worthy here, we're not going to feel worthy there. If we don't feel impactful here, we're not going to feel impactful there. Like I could go on and on and on, but like it's just true. And I feel like it's so hard to grasp that concept if you haven't. Been at the big vision. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that, you know, it's so easy to hear that and be like, "Mm, no, I actually will feel a lot better. And I just got to tell you, I've been doing this long enough to know it's not true and to know the more you handle your stuff and look at those fears and look at those insecurities and actually deal with them head on, the easier it is to let in the result because it doesn't mean so fucking much right? When that big result means we get to be worthy and enough and perfect and all of this stuff, it's so hard to actually let it in because we have so much attachment and meaning associated with it, right? When that big vision is just like another step in our process, it's pretty fucking easy to get there, to be quite honest with you, because you keep showing up and you keep uh, doing the next step and not making it mean anything about yourself. I mean, and, like, the crazy thing about this is uh, I'm, like, thinking in my head, like, I bet, I don't know, 70% of my clients think I'm talking about them right now. (laughs) Like, I bet so many people are like, oh, my God, she totally got that idea from our session. (laughs) And that's what's crazy because it's, like, what's personal is universal. We all do this in some way, shape, or form, right? Um, I was just talking to one of my girlfriends about this over the weekend. She's dating and she's basically like, I just want to get married. I don't want to date, right? And we can all see how that's funny. and, And of course she's going to have to date. But like, we can also see how for her, it's like dating's going to bring up all the shit, all the insecurities, all the discomfort, all the whatever. And she just wants to bypass that and have the thing she wants. But the irony is like, the way you get the thing you want is to wade through all that and get comfortable with that. And then it's so much easier, right? Um, Michelle says, yes, most definitely it's the key to thriving versus suffering. Oh my gosh, beautiful, totally true. Um, Okay, so another thing I would say is pick those small goals and then figure out how to make them feel good. So totally the healing work and the, the deep mindset work, I like 100%, but even like just creating positive associations with those small goals and making them feel like a really great thing is so key, right? So in other words, like the losing the two pounds thing we were talking about, like how do we make that feel exceptional and exciting and really good? How can three clients be like the best thing that's ever happened to us and get so pumped about it? So part of our job is like creating really positive associations with these really small things. Our brains are just so simple in that. um, And I think that we love to think they're so much more complicated sometimes. And in many ways, they are. But like, when you can create real positive association with a thing in your brain, it wants that thing again and again, right? So if you make getting the client so exciting, so amazing, it's so much easier to get the next one. If you make getting the client mean you're still 14 away from what you want, really hard to get the next client because it doesn't feel fucking good. Um, Every single client I know (laughs) knows that I ask the question every time they have a win, how are you celebrating this? Right. And the reason I do that is because the more positive association we create, the closer and faster the next reason to celebrate shows up because it's like a hack for your brain. Like The more it feels good, the more it wants to do something. So our job is to figure out how to create that positive association where it feels good, right? And again, it sounds simplistic, but it just fucking works, right? That's why I'm constantly on the celebration train. I'm constantly asking clients that because creating those mental connections is so, so useful in moving that train forward really fast. I feel like that's one of the reasons I grew super fast at the beginning of my business. I absolutely celebrated the shit out of everything. I mean, like went all the way in kind of thing. <laughs> I'm like just going crazy, celebrating it, creating feel-good vibes, making that feel like the best thing ever, right? And so really important to do that for yourself. Another thing I would say is assign the money a purpose. So you can get really invested in that. So, you know, if your big vision is 150K or whatever that is, I'm just making that as the example, like, how do you assign like a purpose for the first thousand dollars that comes in? Like, how can we see exactly where that's going to go, how it's going to be used? And again, create that really positive association with it. I think sometimes, especially for people that like, Already have a job or like already have income coming in in another way. It's like the idea of just making a thousand dollars, for example, just feels heavy because it feels like, well, that's just one more person I have to serve and one more thing I have to deal with. But the thousand dollars doesn't really change things. It doesn't mean I get to leave the job or whatever. Right. And that's a hard place to be because it's like, the way you make 150 is you make a thousand and then another thousand, another thousand. And so if you're like, oh, but making a thousand feels like a crag, <laughs> it's gonna be really hard to move that needle. You see what I'm saying? So your job is to figure out like, well, then what's that thousand gonna go to? Like, how can I get so excited about that? How can I assign that to something that feels incredible to me and supports me and really helps me like nail that next step? So that's another, just like little hack that helps your brain so, so much. I like often will have my clients like plan in advance their next celebration kind of thing, right? It's like, well, what are you getting for the next client? What are you doing for the next thing? Like, how are we making that feel like a really important connection? And like knowing how you're going to spend that money and how you're going to use it is a really surefire way to kind of pull that vision in and make it start to feel concrete and real. Again, especially if the only association you're making with another client or a little bit more money is like more responsibility and more work without the end result that you want. Like that is like such a mind fuck that you've got to let go of to be able to keep bringing it in. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another thing I would say is like really ultimately what we're talking about here is finding ways to enjoy the process. So <laughs> it's kind of the difference between like, do you want the business or do you want to build the business? Cause I know a lot of people that want the business, right? Like, I'm sure you guys all know that too. And like people that you've talked to or people in your life, like they're like, oh, that seems amazing. I want that business that like makes X amount of money and that I only work in this much time and whatever. Right. Cool. Everybody wants that. <laughs> Do you want to build that though? (laughs) Right? Big difference. And so asking yourself, like, do I want the thing or do I want to build the thing? And getting really invested and excited about the process of building the thing, right? Where I see a lot of people get stuck is that they're like, well, I want the thing and it's fine. I'll suffer through building it, I guess, but all I want is this. It's a trap and it's not going to work in business. Like, You have to get really excited about the process of building it. You got to kind of fall in love with the actual process. And that's what's going to keep expanding. So even when you hit that goal, being in love with the process of building a business is what takes you past that and past that and past that. And so it, it never stops that you have to love the process, even if you get that big vision it's still going to be required that you lean into really loving the process. And I feel like this is something I work with my clients on a ton is where they kind of come to me and they're like, well, I just want the thing and I'll do whatever you tell me to do to get the thing. And what I'm always trying to work with them on is, right, but like you have to love the process and really fall in love with the process of building a business, whatever that looks like, whether it's creating positive associations, doing it your way. That's why I talk so much about like building a business your way, doing it in a way that feels good to you. Because it has to feel good. You have to love the process. If you just want the business, you're totally, totally going to feel trapped and lost in this industry. I'm just being real. Right? If you want to build the business... This is going to be a fun ass thing for you. This industry is going to feel exciting and amazing and whatever, if you just want it, but you really don't want the mess and you know testing and tweaking and gr- like I want to say like grind of it, but I don't mean grind in like this like hustle way. I mean like in this like what's next? Like what are we like going to next? Kind of way. You got to fall in love with the process. And that sounds so cheesy. And I feel like it's such an eye roll thing. But I'm just telling you from the, you know, hundreds of people I've worked with, and the really big results um, I've seen, and I've helped clients see, is that being in love with the process is almost only the thing that gets you there. Um, And sometimes we have to do that, like real deep inner healing work so that we can love the process. So sometimes it's like a a one step, two step kind of thing. Um, But sometimes we have to just stop putting the big vision on this pedestal and decide to really enjoy every single moment of it. There's this quote that I really like that was about a totally different topic. (laughs) It was actually about, it was in this book called The Fuck It Diet. And she was talking about like how diets are like inherently harmful or something. And she was basically saying like, How you create it is also how you'll experience it. And so she was really talking about the idea of like, if you create this weight loss result through a ton of deprivation, you'll experience a ton of deprivation, even in the outcome. And I have no commentary (laughs) on that necessarily, but I think that quote is absolute perfection in terms of what we're talking about here. How you build it is also how you will experience it. If you build it by feeling not enough and by hating the process and by just wanting to get there and whatever, even if you got there, which would be really hard to do, and I think the chances are a lot smaller, but even if you did, that's how you're gonna experience it. It's gonna feel hard and you're gonna be triggered and you're still gonna feel not enough. And all this stuff is still gonna be true there, right? If you build it by falling in love with the process and just freaking loving the game that is business, once you get there, you're gonna fall in love with it. You're gonna freaking love the game. Like it's so ridiculously cheesy sometimes that it's like, that's the way to continue to be in this industry and make it and feel good. Like I've been doing this business for I think five years now. And like, that's how I have stayed in it and not burnt out and stayed true to myself is I just love the game that is business. And I don't see this like flashy end result as like the one goal, right? It's like, not like that. It's like every new thing is exciting. Every new thing is part of the game. And I fucking love the process of building, right? doesn't mean I don't enjoy what I've built. It just means that being really intentional about that is so key. Michelle says it's crazy how all of these things are so applicable in so many different circumstances. Michelle, it's so true. It's so funny that you say that too, because Sometimes if I feel confused about something outside of business like in my personal life I'll just be like how does this apply to business and how would I solve it there? And it's like I have the answer like that because it all applies. Or like when I had um relationship coaching, it was cool because my coach had also been one of my clients. And so she basically just like kept giving me back all of this like same stuff that I would say in business and I was like, "Yep, that makes sense. That's true. Yep, that makes sense. That's true." Because it's like all the same across the board. So I love that you said that because I think it's so damn true. Mm -hmm. Shayla says, what is so fascinating to me is that I've known these things to be true for years, but I couldn't do it without a coach. Cognitive knowing and practicing knowing are two different things. Nail on head, Shayla, for sure, for sure. I think that it's having someone remind you of that because like your brain wants it to be true that being here will fix everything. I mean, like like your brain deeply wants that to be true, right? Like, of course it does. That would be amazing if I just had to get to this place. And then I like never had to be a human having a human experience ever again. Um, I never had to like wade through like the tough work or look at my childhood trauma or whatever that is. And I just got to be here and it fixed it all. Right? Of course we want that to be true, but it's not. And so I think that all of us have that craving in a way for it to be like, no, 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 but this thing will fix it. That, Like having this amount of money, clients, whatever, will of course make me feel better. And having someone else reflect to you really consistently, like that's not true. And here's what we need to work through, I think is the magic. So you're spot on about that. I also think having great coaching can help you fall in love with the process because they can play the game with you. They can like get in it. Like I feel like for so many of my clients, like I almost like come to their business even more excited than they are. Sometimes I'm like, oh, but this is so amazing. And we thought about this and, you know, like really like get that excitement of the process going for them. And then I think they really pick up on that and can run with it sometimes. So I think you're so spot on about that. So let me think if there's anything else I want to say here. I basically, you know, just want it, to be clear that like I have just seen so many clients go through this journey like that's why I was talking about my client earlier who's now like launching and dating and having one-on-one clients and it was almost like I would never do any of those things like I think I even asked her like what's something you would just like never do right now and she was like "Date." so of course that was like a challenge <laughs> to me right but it was like she was so set on like no, I'm like not doing anything that gets me here. I just want to be here, right? And letting go of that has been her absolute medicine in getting all these other results she wanted. And I've seen that with so many other people. That's just one example. But I think it's helpful to hear that because I feel like when our brains want to be like, no, 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 I'll actually feel better here. When we can have evidence to the contrary and we can hear about real people that are just like us, that are also experiencing this challenge and that also have worked through it, I think it can give us a lot of freedom and permission to kind of lean into that and see what it feels like. So that is my recommendation to you. Um, We cannot keep using the big vision to bypass all of the steps. And almost 100 times out of 100 when we're doing that, it's because we don't want to look at the actual stuff that's keeping us from that, right? We don't want it to be messy. We don't want to have to deal with all of our own bullshit. We don't want to have to heal all of the things that it brings up. But I promise you like that work changes the fucking game in business. Like every single client I have can attest to the fact that that work changes the game because business is actually fun and easy, when you don't have all of this crap keeping you stuck. But the beautiful thing about business is it can show you what your crap is. <laughs> so that's like part of the magic that is this game is it can show you what your stuff is and then you can work through it so that it gets easier and easier, right? Because business truly should get easier and easier and more and more fun the more you work through that stuff. So. If you're someone who is constantly kind of doing that to yourself, where you are only looking at the big vision. This is a huge opportunity for you. Again, it doesn't mean you don't have the big vision. It's just like really watch how different life feels when you concentrate on those small goals along the way. You're basically training your brain, right? To enjoy, to celebrate, to get to the next thing, to move quickly, that you're good at hitting goals when it's only this big vision. You're training yourself to think that you're bad at hitting goals, that you don't move fast, that you can't be trusted. Like all of this stuff really stacks up and it stacks up fast. So I hope that was helpful perspective. It's a journey, but it's so worth it. So if you guys are interested in having that kind of coaching, my one-on-one waitlist is open. I am full for the rest of the year, but we're doing a super cool thing where if you are on my waitlist for one on one spots when they open next year. I'm doing kind of like a special little thing. Um, I, I guess I would basically say it's like I'm kind of hosting like a free mini membership so you can submit questions to me every month if you're on that waitlist and I will make videos and answer them. So cool opportunity there to get more of your questions answered and to connect in a new way. And if this is work you're interested in doing, definitely get on the waitlist so you will be first to know what I'm open for that. So. I love you all. Thank you for listening. I hope this is really helpful. Again, this is not to uh, say it's bad if you're there. We have all been there. It's just to give you an opportunity to shift it. So thanks, you guys, for being here. All right, guys. Happy Monday. Have a good week. Look at this in your own business. See what comes up. Bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living led up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.